1: Maybe it's just you're not enough for me Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be
0: Hello there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from social scientist and slut Ryan Vermouth. How did it get to be May? It's May already. And you know, May is mental health month. It's masturbation month. Those kind of go together. And it's also share a story month. So I'd like to ask you, You've thought about it before, you've toyed with the idea. This is the perfect time to send me a story. If you send me a very short written story, because some people like to do it that way, I'll consider reading it on the podcast. Better yet, y'all get to hear my voice all the time. Wouldn't it be great to hear some of the listeners' voices? So let's keep it to a three-minute story, an anecdote, if you will, and send it to Storytelling at Gmail There'll be a link in the show notes. Voice memos are ideal, but I'll accept written stories too. It's a way to get your story onto the podcast, a way for you to share your story. It would make me so happy. And in addition to Mental Health Month and Masturbation Month and Share a Story Month, it's my birthday month. So best birthday present ever. Send it to Body Storytelling at Gmail. And I can't wait to hear your story. One of the great things about being an event producer is I get to do whatever the hell I want. And I am known for being incredibly self-indulgent on the month that my birthday falls in, which is now. So I have checked in with my assistant who has to do a lot of the heavy lifting. And we've decided that we are going to bring the games out for this next show on Saturday, May 21st. What are the games, you might ask? Well, I like to create games that help reduce social anxiety and make it easier to connect with people, especially strangers, to make it easier to flirt. And after a two-plus-year pandemic, none of us remember how to flirt anyway. So this makes flirting from a distance a lot easier. And it also gets you out of your head, so you're not self-conscious, you're just playing with other people. And I had finger quotes around that. I don't know if you could hear my finger quotes. So we have games like Bango, which we have at every show, which is our dirty bingo game. We'll also have OK Pervert, which is kind of like, remember Craigslist casual encounters? Well, it's like that, but it's analog. And everybody who's playing the game is in the building with you. None of that, oh my God, somehow I got into the Denver section and I'm actually in Philadelphia. Everybody playing is right there in the room. And that makes connecting a lot easier if you choose to. Or you can just stick something in their um, box, let's say, and um, just tell them they look nice tonight if you watch them from afar. I tend to find that at the end of the night when people have forgotten to check their responses, there are so many Sweet comments. It's not all pervy. It can get pervy, but it's not just pervy. And if you're feeling really adventurous, we have Sniff Test. Sniff Test is a game where you bring your gently worn delicates, you know, your jockstrap, your panties, your dirty socks, and you put them in a Ziploc bag, and we have an olfactory station. If you wanna check out somebody's pheromones without being obvious about the fact that you wanna sniff their pits, this is a great way to do it. And remember, this is off to the side. Not everybody is down for this, but if you're down for this, it's really fun. It's a brand new way to connect with strangers. So these games are ones that I created that I love to watch people use as a way to talk to each other, because that's what body is all about. Remember, it's on Saturday, May 21st. It's my birthday show. We're going to have the games. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have spectacular stories. And if you can't join us in person, we'll be live streaming. There's a link in the show notes. The theme for the evening is cravings. So get some. Giving up smoking is hard, isn't it? Well, I want to tell you about a product called Fume. Fume is a natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and more natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, and no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers, they're really cool-looking, and uses cores infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like Peppermint and Conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes, and other flavors like Cozy Chai for a sweeter experience. And all of their flavors are 100% natural. No harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. Quitting is tough, but fume can help. I grew up in the country where everybody smoked. My mother smoked for a lot of her life. I watched my grandmother die of emphysema. And we know so much more about the dangers of smoking now. So I wanted to let you know about this product. I care about you and your health, and I'd love to see you quit. Fume has got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who've tried everything else. But what worked for them was fume. Whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, or you have someone in your life that you wish would quit, fume is the tool for you. Head to breathefume.com Dixie or use promo code D-I-X-I-E and save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot Dixie or use the promo code Dixie and quit naturally with Fume. Do you feel it? It's a time of new beginnings and a chance to reawaken your sexual energy with Like a Kitten. If you've ever visited a sex toy shop, you know it can be overwhelming, to put it mildly. And it's even worse when you start online shopping. Luckily, Like a Kitten makes buying sex essentials a breeze. Like a Kitten offers subscription gift boxes, so every season you'll receive a new shipment right to your door with all the ingredients you need to spice up your sex life. The people at Like a Kitten are expert curators, and they select beautiful pleasure products. The Like a Kitten box is discreetly packaged and I get so excited when it arrives at my house cause yay for new sex toys, right? The spring subscription box price is $79, which is a great deal since the products in the box retail for well over $150. And Like a Kitten is offering Body Storytellers listeners 15% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash D-I-X-I-E or enter the code Dixie at checkout. Like a Kitten's mission is to help women own their power in all areas of life. A portion of all sales goes to charities that focus on women's empowerment, education, and health. Act now to surprise your partner with a box from Like a Kitten. Just go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or use the code D-I-X-I-E to get 15% off and free shipping. And there's a link in this episode's show notes. Sometimes a storyteller can surprise you. And I'm not sure why I was surprised, because I had this week's storyteller on a long time ago, in the early days of the podcast, and they blew me away. But it had been a long, long time. Recently, they pitched me a story. Remember when we were doing shows outdoors in 2021? We had that outdoor venue called the Courtyard Cabaret for a couple of months. Well, after coming to the July show, I woke up the next morning to a story pitch from him. And it was good. But we'd lost our venue. And that was right about the time Omicron was coming to kick all of our asses. So we had to wait. We had to wait from July when the story was pitched to me, until our February 2022 15-year anniversary. And that's a long time to wait. Luckily, he's a phenomenal storyteller and got on stage and blew us all away. In fact, at the end of that night, I had the highest number I think I'd ever had of people coming up and going, that was the very best body storytelling there ever was. And I do hear that from time to time, but this was the most. So I'd say he's a pretty good storyteller. You decide. But let me tell you about him first. Ryan Vermouth has always been intensely curious about people, which is why he became a social scientist, an actor, and kind of a slut. Six months and two variants ago, he was scheduled to perform at the August show until it was canceled, but he couldn't be more excited that the delay has given him a chance to be part of Body's Anniversary Show and also to further workshop his story in therapy. This storyteller is Ryan Vermouth.
2: So there I was. 19 and naked and shoved up against the wall by a guy named Johnny. Johnny's not naked. Johnny's in jeans, white t-shirt, pack of Lucky Strikes rolled up in the sleeve, slick back hair, he's got sideburns, basically picture like a shorter version of, uh, of Danny Zuko, Johnny, John Travolta's character in Grease. And Johnny, Bends me over the bed And I start to feel his fingers Just sort of inching up the, the back of my inner thigh And I say, Johnny I need to feel you inside me And Johnny says, shut up This isn't about you Which, risky move on Johnny's part Like a line like that Could have been a huge turn off It wasn't And I as a moan of pleasure escapes my lips. I I found myself thinking what anyone would in a situation like that, which is, okay, I guess mom was kind of (laughs) right. Just me? (laughs) Very well, I will provide context. Flashback a couple years before that, I am 15 in rural Michigan. And I have just recently lost my virginity to my girlfriend, Betsy. Um, and that's awesome, and it's kind of confusing, and things are really happening pretty fast for me, but it's mostly awesome. Um, and I'm sitting uh, watching TV on the couch one day, and my, my mom comes down the stairs with tears in her eyes. She asks me to turn off the TV, and she says, it has come to my attention. It has Come to my attention, my weeping mother began, <laughs> that there is something sexual in your relationship with, and she's gonna say Betsy, right? But what she says is Dave and Jim. <laughs> what? No, no, she says, I I don't want to argue about whether this is happening. I know this is happening. I just need you to promise me that you are using protection when you have sex with them. Okay, so who are Dave and Jim, right? Dave and Jim are some friends of mine who are a couple years older. They've already graduated. They're roommates in their own place, and I spend a lot of time over there because I'm a teenager, and there are no grown-ups there. Um... (laughs) And I do sometimes spend the night over there, but what we are doing in the middle of the night is playing Axis and Allies and building computers. (laughs) Now, yes, we did initially become friends over a shared love of musical theater. And, and yes, Because of one of those dumb 90s drag name generators, they have at some point taken to calling me Mitzi, (laughs) including in front of my mother. (laughs) But I didn't want to have sex with them. Well, okay, I definitely didn't want to have sex with Jim. (laughs) Okay, Dave and I were like occasionally like kind of making out, but that was like straight guy making out, so it was like totally different. <laughs> but my mom confronting me like this in this moment kind of fucked me up because I, I definitely didn't think of myself as, as gay, but, but I had been gay bashed for years because adolescent boys are mean, And the ones in my school had decided that I was gay basically because I was bad at sports. Um, Also that aforementioned musical theater thing. Um, And if I'm honest, the fact that I use words like aforementioned probably didn't help. (laughs) So they, they they were bullies basically. And they would like throw slurs and they would throw insults. And I spent a lot of time feeling really scared and really alone. But in those moments when things got really hard, what I could always tell myself is like, they don't know anything about me. But now here's my mom and she's known me longer than anybody and she maybe knows me better than anybody. And what she's seeing in me sounds kind of like what they're seeing in me. So maybe it's me who doesn't know who I am. And this left me in a in a pretty confused place, a pretty insecure place. And, and I just kept going over in my mind, like, yeah, I, I know I like girls, do, do I like boys too? Do I like both? Like, how should I be thinking about this? How should I be categorizing myself? What kind of box should I be putting myself in? Like, I have to know what I am, right? And I kind of stayed in that really confused place um, right up to the time, a couple years later, that I moved to the Bay Area for college. And that is where I met Jenny. Oh, Jenny, she was cool in every way that my Midwest ass was not cool. She, she knew things about art, and she knew things about sex. She, she was bisexual. She was bicoastal, coastal She was from San Francisco, but also somehow from New York in some vaguely explained way. <laughs> and and, and she, was, she was tiny. She was under five feet tall, but she was powerful. She looked like a pinup model from the forties. Basically picture Betty Page crossed with like a small statue of Betty Page. <laughs> and, and so I am, I am obviously just like obsessed with this woman, and, and somehow, like inexplicably, she's into me too, and so we start dating. Um, so my college did this annual drag party, and obviously, super cool, Jenny from San Francisco, New York, is really, really into that. So we agree, we're gonna meet up at the drag party, right? And, I don't really know anything about drag. I went about it in a pretty low-key way. I found like a sparkly dress that, uh, that an ex had left at my place. I, I borrowed some makeup and Mitzi is ready for a night on the town. So I, I head over to the party, kind of lightly gender bent, um, and I, I arrive there, and when I, when I get there, there's this kind of like greaser-type guy standing outside the door smoking a cigarette, and I don't really pay him any mind until he turns to me and says, glad you could make it. And I look, and, and it's her. I, I mean, it's, it's him. Betty Page has been transformed into Danny Zuko basically through the magic of hair gel and posture. And he introduced himself as Angry Johnny. (sighs) So, I should tell you about the party, right? I can't, I don't remember anything about it. Um, All I could think about that night was getting home with Johnny and eventually I get to And we go back to Jenny's dorm room, which like side note, she had decorated like it was some kind of like Wild West brothel because again, just painfully cool this woman. (laughs) So Johnny strips me down. He slams me against the wall. He bends me over the bed and now you're caught up. Okay. (laughs) So Johnny reaches into the bedside table and pulls out a roll of bondage tape. And I said, what's that? (laughs) And he showed me. Next thing I know, I am face down, ass up, my wrists securely fastened to the bedpost. And I know like some of you kinky fuckers were like, oh, adorable, he didn't know what bondage tape was. But when I tell you that I was a sexually ignorant Midwesterner, you can believe me, because the next thing that Johnny pulled out of the bedside table was a bottle of lube. And I said, what's that? (laughs) and he showed me <laughs> and i i don't want to give the impression that like johnny had any kind of like a strap-on situation or anything like that no that that would come months later um, <laughs> but johnny had two good hands and damn it he fucking took me and i just remember this moment of like looking back at this this, this man-woman, this force of pure gender stuff uh, while he's, he's moving inside me and he's stroking me off at the same time, and I, I am just bucking against his fingers, and I am writhing with pleasure, and I am, I'm moaning. There are sounds escaping my mouth that have never come out of me before. My makeup is a mess at this point. <laughs> And I just gave myself over to the pleasure and just let go. So that could have been pretty confusing. But actually, really fucking clarifying, not because it like, let me know that, okay, I'm, I, I am now, I am straight, or I am queer, or I am this box, or I am that box, but because it was kind of the first moment that it occurred to me that I don't have to know. It's okay to live in that kind of space between categories where it's kind of both, kind of neither. I celebrate that space. But, but even more than that, I think if I had not been bullied, if I had not been torturing myself, if I had not been so fucked up about all of this, I don't think I would have had half as much fun that night. (laughs) Because what I think is that sometimes if we are very lucky, we get to take our worst traumas and fears and insecurities and convert them through a kind of magic into wildly fun kinks. It's like there's this slutty guardian angel that comes to us in our worst moments and says, if you make it through this, I will take this pain and I will turn it into a source of joy and connection. So, to the boys back home, I would like to say this. Yes, I do take it in the ass and it's fucking awesome. And, To all of you perverts, I would like to say, may all of your traumas and fears ripen into life-giving grown-up kinks that will nourish you the rest of your days. Thank you.
1: Sex is good, but have you tried fucking with yourself? I could tell you it's like the better you find out sex is good until you come when you're on the road i might change your type i might change your life sex is good but have you tried taking off your This is good, but have you tried fucking with you, your?
0: That song was Sex Is Good But Have You Tried by Donna Missel. Last week, we had the graduation performance for my last, how to be fascinating, Dixie's Secret System for Brilliant Storytelling. And I had a special guest who was on Zoom watching their graduate performance, an author of five infamous books about storytelling. And she was just blown away with the quality of the stories. I was especially blown away because I knew where they started, and they had come to this place where their story was gorgeous and impactful, and they were getting the equivalent of standing ovations on Zoom. I would love for you to be part of my next class. It's going to start on July 12th, but right now we have early bird pricing where you can get $50 off before May 15th. I'd hate to see you miss out on that deal, and it's going to sell out again it usually does. So if you'd like to enroll, the class is called how to be fascinating Dixie's secret system for brilliant storytelling. And it starts on a Tuesday night in July, plenty of time for summer, you're going to be home during the week anyway. So why not learn the craft of storytelling, you can use it in every aspect of life, at work, at home, on dates, in relationships, and even more. So there's a link in the show notes. Sign up as soon as you can. I was driving through town recently, and I couldn't believe how many businesses had shut up and left town. That were gone forever because of the pandemic. And I'm proud to say that Body is still here, and it's thanks to the people who support us on Patreon. And I'll tell you, there's still a need, because while the pandemic is, I don't know, can I say over? I don't know if it's over, but live shows are not back we're not really sure if we're going to show up in person and be in a building together. And that means I need you. If you could go to p-a-t-r-e-o-n com slash body and support us at whatever level you can, there's great rewards, but especially you'd know that you kept this thing going. That's a lot of power and it's in your hands. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you have a request for something you'd like to have as a Patreon reward, I'm all ears. But go to patreon.com body right now. And thanks in advance for your support. That's our time for this week. But before I go, I want to ask you to subscribe, rate, and especially review this podcast. I feel like we're producing really good episodes, but it doesn't do that much if people don't get to listen, and you know what's going to convince them to listen to this podcast, your good word of mouth. So thanks in advance for writing a review about us. And I also want to thank the team who make this podcast possible. Thank you to David Grossoff, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, Joe Moore, Ruben Tan, Donal Mooney, and podcast producer Roman Den I'm sexual folklorist Dixie De La Tour. This has been episode 224 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening.